Everything under your roof is important, so make sure your roof is up to the job. For over 20 years, SureTop Roofing has been covering triangle homes and businesses. SureTop Roofing is certified with all of the major shingle manufacturers, providing a 50-year non-prorated warranty. SureTop Roofing has estimators, project managers, and design consultants on staff, guaranteeing superior service. Visit SureTopRoofing.com. SureTop Roofing has you covered. Welcome to the Carolina Contractor Show with your host, Donnie Blanchard, brought to you by GAF, the world's largest roofing manufacturer. We protect what matters most. Big Blue Restoration, the number one choice in water damage restoration. And Mid-Atlantic Roofing Supply in Raleigh, a roofing supplier with a different approach. Welcome to the Carolina Contractor Show. I'm Eric Smith, and with us, the lovely and talented Donnie Blanchard of SureTop Roofing. How you doing, Donnie? Doing great, man. How are you? Very, very good. If you want to check out the website, thecarolinacontractor.com, you can find a lot of information about the show there, including topics we've talked about recently, including last week, building code, how duct tape got its name, which is fascinating, and pressure washing algae from a roof. And you can also download previous episodes and listen to them in your own time. What hey, you got? Speaking of that, check out how easy it is to find the show. Hey Siri, find me the Carolina Contractor Show podcast. Searching for Carolina Contractor Show on podcasts. Boom. There you go. Click and subscribe. What's the deal with the voice? Oh, the man voice. I'm a big Iron Man guy, so that sounds kind of close to Jarvis and, you know, just kind of (laughs) takes me back a little bit. Always the child, aren't we? Guys. (laughs) So that's how easy it is, though, to find the podcast. Just grab your phone and it'll locate it for you. You can listen to all those past episodes. Tons of topics about your house, inside, outside, top, bottom, and some stuff related to the yard and, and some stuff about exercise. You'll have to go to that past episode to find out what we're talking about. But today we have a very interesting topic that Donnie has done a lot of legwork on this. Yeah, Tell I, everybody uh, about it. Well, I read a quote this week and it really got my attention. And um, this particular quote applies to a lot of folks that I know in the construction world. Um, I always mention my dad, but him in particular. And I, I took a moment after I read the quote to save it to my phone and Uh, I sent it out to just about every subcontractor that I've worked with for the last decade that this applies to. And the way this goes is if I do a job in 30 minutes, it's because I spent 10 years learning how to do that in 30 minutes. You owe me for the years, not the minutes. All right. I have another comparison for that. It's a joke. Refrigerator isn't working. So the husband calls the refrigerator repairman and he comes to the house and he looks over the refrigerator up and down and then he kicks it once on the side. Bam. Refrigerator starts running. (laughs) Guy goes, this is great. You fixed it. He said, no problem, $200. And he goes, $200? All you did was kick the refrigerator. He said, no, the kick was only 5 bucks. It's 195 to know where to kick where it. Where to kick it, right. That is great. Same thing. Same exact thing. And you know, I just think this really applies to folks. When you're going through the selection process of uh, choosing a subcontractor, you really have to be careful who you pick and how you do the research on those folks. And there's definitely a right and wrong way, but there's also a better way. I don't want this to come across as saying that we are going to charge more than the next guy in line as far as a contractor or a roofer. Usually we fall in the middle of the road. So if you get three quotes, a lot of times we fall in the middle because we believe we have a very fair price. We give the best warranty in terms of bang for the buck. Personally speaking with my company, I pay everybody a little bit more than normal. So I know what the going rate is for each particular role in my business. And these folks that work for me get paid a little more than someone in a comparable position. 
what I get from that is they treat the company like they own it. Mm-hmm. So I have the most wonderful folks on staff and everybody basically treats SureTop Roofing like it's their business. And I can't explain just how much that helps me out. In terms of the prices, I give my folks the ability to to fall in there at a competitive price because we believe in base hits. We don't try to swing for the fences and hit a home run on every job. And I may not make as much profit as my competitor, but our referral tree is exponentially larger. So that is our business model in short. And, you know, as far as low pay, I really feel like it's a major contributor to labor shortage. We covered mm-hmm. that a few shows back, but let's be honest, some folks pay as little as possible. They want to squeeze the most amount of work out of somebody as they can. In my opinion, that breeds a terrible work environment because everybody has this feeling of inadequacy or they're trapped in their job or they're just motivated to go find something better all the time. And that is just not going to lead to a successful business environment. It boils down to taking pride in not only your work, but who you work for. That's right. And if you feel you're being mistreated, you're not going to do a good job Mm -hmm. and you will always be looking for something better to come along. If you hire a contractor and his subcontractors are not being treated well or not paid well, do you think you're going to get the best job at your house no, and the sir. work done? No. no. So it's very important that you, the employees for a company are very content and yep. proud of who they work for. My office manager contacted me. I think it was Wednesday. She said, well, happy National Bosses Day. And I didn't know that was even a thing. But she said, I'm so thankful to work for you. And I corrected her. I said, hey, you don't work for me. You work with me. And very I, good. Yeah. So to jump back on the quote that we started the show with, as far as someone gets paid for their years of experience versus how long the job actually took, you know, a lot of these particular subcontractors have a waiting list. They don't have to advertise because they've just been in business for a couple of decades and their name and reputation precedes them. So advertising is just something that they don't have to do. Right. Uh, The company I hired to do some work uh, a couple of years ago at my house didn't even have a website. We found them because they had a sign in the yard and the house they were working on looked great. And then the first thing they did when we asked them about doing work was gave us addresses of different houses they've done to look at. You guys do the same thing. All right. Well, that leads to an interesting subject, and it's the topic of today's show on the Carolina Contractor. Angie's List versus Home Advisor versus Google. When you're looking to hire someone to do work on your home or in your home, this is a common thing to do. But it's not necessarily the best way to do that, right, Donnie? That's right. I'm not a big fan of the of either site, and there are certain trades that you can get away with finding on Google, and you'll have plenty of success with that. A lot of our customers find us on Google because we have really good ratings, and I don't understand how all the algorithms work, but a lot of times it puts us up at the top of the list, and we're thankful for that. But Google's a much different animal than HomeAdvisor and Angie's List, and Total side note, Home Advisor actually bought out Angie's List, and they're still separated, so I didn't know that that oh, was I a thing. I didn't know that either. Right. That happened in 2017, and I don't know the details of the merger, but um, that's something you can always Google. We signed up for each one of these services individually just to see what they were all about. And when we set up our profile, they basically ask you all the common information you would need for the vetting process. But uh, a lot of the information that they ask you for is just stated work experience. So kind of like at a bank, they're not going to give you a loan off a stated income. Sometimes they may, but stated income doesn't necessarily guarantee you that you're going to get a loan where stated work experience, if nobody questions that or they don't make you prove it in any way, you can say that you've been in business for 10 years when you're really a startup company. Mm. So anyone who wants to sign up for either one of these services has to have workers' comp and general liability. So that's a good thing. Or if you have to have a license for your particular trade, you know, you have to submit that information and all that can be verified. But That'd be like an electrician exactly, or something. Okay. Exactly. But 
just about anybody, I could go start a flooring company next week. And then a week later, I could be listed on Angie's list and supposedly getting leads. And I could say that I've been in business for a decade and I'm really a one week old company. So that's just one of the things that if folks find someone on Angie's list or Home Advisor, I recommend that they dig a little deeper. Don't let those two lead generation services dictate who you go with, much less not doing any more of a background check. I'd say the only value that they really give you is that they do the legwork in getting you three bids. So when we were signed up for these folks, every time we would get a lead from them, at first we would entertain it. We would go out and do a good job and give these folks an estimate, quick turnaround time. And we noticed that the folks we were competing with were just not the same business model as us. Mm -hmm. So we would always get underbid by chucking a truck or tank top Mm -hmm. Tommy, those guys. And um, from a subcontractor standpoint, they don't vet all these subcontractors in terms of a business model, who can give the best warranty, you know, who has the best setup and for customer service. In other words, we have an estimator, we have a design consultant, we have an office manager that you deal with. And then there's a project manager that you deal with when the job actually takes place. Most of these folks on Angie's List and Home Advisor don't have that same setup. And you'd never know that until the job is underway or finished. And we talked about this recently. When you hire somebody, there's a chance, depending on the job, they're going to hire some subs. And it doesn't mean that they're covered through insurance or workman's comp, and going to one of these sites, letting them do, like you said, the legwork, you definitely still have to follow up because you could hire someone and they go, okay, you need a new roof and you also want siding put on. I'm going to call my two subs that do that. Mm -hmm. And you don't know if those two subs are licensed, if they're qualified. It's just somebody hiring out subs. That's right. So well, then what are some things you can do, maybe alternative ways to look for contractors and subs. Yep. There are a couple of fail safes in this area. And the first being contact the supply house. So for instance, if you're getting a roof, call a roofing supply company, or if you need an electrician, call the electrical supply house and just ask the folks on the phone, hey, we live close by. We were hoping that you may refer us to a couple of electricians that you use frequently. And that's a great way because those guys see those folks coming in and out every single day. Obviously they pay their bills on time or they wouldn't refer them out. Mm -hmm. Uh, The second way I would say is call the inspections department, especially if you're going to spend big money like a HVAC system or get a big remodel underway that's going to be a twenty, thirty thousand dollar project. Mm-hmm. It's a quick phone call to call the inspections department. And side note here, the inspectors normally come in between eight and nine. They answer calls, then they go to the field from nine to about four, and then they answer calls from four to five. So either call in the beginning of the day or the end of the day, and you can actually speak with someone. If it's a full blown project, you may need to speak with someone in plan review. They usually will hold your hand and guide you through how that process works. But in conversation, those folks don't mind giving out referrals because it makes their job easier as well because they're familiar with the folks that they normally work with. Well, we've had an inspector on before, and he said that's one of the things about developing relationships with general contractors and stuff. When he goes out to their job site, he knows their work history. He knows how they do things. So it makes it easier for an inspector to go through the process of approval and checking out building codes and things like that. Well, speaking of the inspector thing, if you're going to build a whole house or if you're getting a big project underway that that requires plans and engineering, uh, this is one area where you just can't afford not to call the inspections department because they know what they're looking for. And there's an abundance of engineers and architects around town, and they all may do things a little bit differently, but the end game is how the inspector likes it. So if you can get a referral on an architect or an engineer that works closely with that inspector, I can't describe how much of a headache that will save you in the end. And Donnie, would you say that customer referrals to other people is one of the most effective ways to advertise, but to expand your business? Absolutely, for sure. Uh, In the roofing world, what we see that 
may not be on the up and up on that. If you if you have a storm chasers sign in every other yard in a subdivision, chances are he's paying for that referral. So there's some sort of monetary incentive there where uh, if somebody just comes in a neighborhood and they don't have signs all over the place and they're a local company and mm-hmm. that neighbor still refers them after the project is finished is a good time to ask. I also want to say anytime you see a sign advertising for a business written with black magic marker <laughs> on white board paper, I'm sorry, that's a warning sign yeah, right there. Yeah, that's job security for me. But uh, <laughs> that's definitely a good way. You know, a trustworthy neighbor or a family member who's had someone doing their work for years, we get a lot of work that way. So I won't discount a personal referral, but yeah, personal referrals, inspection referrals, and then the supply house for that particular trade are all three good places to start. All right. Well, what are some of the advantages, Donnie, of hiring a legitimate experienced company versus going through these sites that mm-hmm. will just kind of grab a few for you to, yeah. to choose from? Well, I can just describe my life personally in saying that if I had the same subcontractor base when I got started in business over a decade ago that I have now, oh, my life would have just been exponentially easier. Mm. Um, for instance, I had a, a drywall guy and you know he worked about four or five hours every day and he would knock off at two or three o'clock. You may see his van at the you know what store, you mm-hmm. know, too early in the day. And my homeowners would come to the house and they would say, hey, why isn't the drywall further along than it is? And I would always have to make an excuse for this guy. So mm. definitely weeded out any subcontractors that didn't cut the mustard. And now my sub base, since I've been in business for so long, is just wonderful. So we have these guys who are super reliable now, like I won't use somebody who won't answer my phone call. Um, financial relationships. These guys know that when Donnie Blanchard calls them out to a job, I'll track them down to pay them. And that's just something that they don't get. I started that earlier in my career. I spent all my savings keeping my subcontractors paid. And so I was the very last guy to get paid at the end of the project. But I knew what it meant to them to finish the work and get paid right on the spot. So that has carried over that I can call them for just anything, especially if it's something personal, and they jump. And so that's worth a lot. Uh, Trust. I don't have to hold their hand. Mm. So I turn them loose in a house. And a lot of these guys are construction workers. So you know, they come into a house and you have to really pay attention to how your subcontractors talk to people or how they interact or how clean they are once they get, say it's an interior trade, how how clean they are when they get inside your house is a really big deal to a lot of people. And a lot of construction workers don't take that into account. All the folks that I deal with are personable. They're very clean. They clean up behind themselves when they finish. Mm. So it's one of those situations similar to when we do a roof. You don't even know we were there until you look up and see the new roof. And it's got to be great for a business owner like yourself when you have your subs or your workers go out to a job and you know you don't have to hold their hand or go check on the site four times a day. You can do other things. The trickle down from that makes us that much better of a company as a whole. And if I'm not out there holding their hand, I can be doing quality control on another end or scheduling Mm -hmm. the next task. And it just frees me up to do what I'm getting paid to do. And I think that this goes back to the beginning of the whole topic, which is If you as an employee have pride in the place you work, you like working for them, or as you said, you told one of your employees, no, you work with me, Mm -hmm. you're going to always want to do excellent work. You're always going to be on time. You're always going to want to make sure your clients and the customer base are happy. And it's infectious, isn't it? Yeah. Coming up next, we're going to do some questions that were submitted to thecarolinacontractor.com. So stick around for that. This is the Carolina Contractor Show. 
Everything under your roof is important, so make sure your roof is up to the job. For over 20 years, SureTop Roofing has been covering triangle homes and businesses. SureTop Roofing is certified with all of the major shingle manufacturers, providing a 50-year non-prorated warranty. SureTop Roofing has estimators, project managers, and design consultants on staff, guaranteeing superior service. Visit SureTopRoofing.com. SureTop Roofing has you covered. And it's our favorite time of the show. So phone the neighbors, wake the kids. It's questions sent in by listeners just like you to the carolinacontractor.com website. And Donnie answers them all. He's brought some in today, and we're going to answer them on the air. If you have one, please submit it. It doesn't have to be about just your roof, even though SureTop Roofing is Donnie's business. He knows a lot of stuff about the inside, outside of your house. And once in a while, he likes a challenge. So if you got something goofy, go ahead and submit that question, right? That's right. Goofy is good. All right. Question number one submitted to the Carolina contractor. Our hardwoods squeak terribly. We suspect the installer did not use an adequate amount of nails. Hardwood installation is super labor intensive. So if somebody's just trying to get in and out, chances are you'll never know how many nails are in each piece of wood and they can definitely take a shortcut that you'll never see after the floor is finished. So mm. I had this particular scenario happen in-house, so to speak. But when I first met my wife, you know, most, back in the old days, you gave a dowry. You gave a goat to your wife's dad or something in, in exchange. My father-in-law got his dowry by shoving me up under a couple of crawl spaces. So uh, <laughs> his uh, mother had recently passed away, and we were getting her house ready to sell. And so he said, you're a lot smaller than I am. Get under there. I said, yes, sir. I'm not afraid. So I go to the back, darkest part of the crawl space, and the only light I had was one crawl space vent had one beam of light going through. And uh, I saw a spider travel right through that beam of light mm. and go back out of sight. And you've never seen 200 pounds get out from under a house so fast. But uh, my mother-in-law was battling leukemia almost a decade ago, and the squeaky floors in her house were driving her crazy. My father-in-law had the money to do it. He said, I'm just going to rip these hardwoods out and just start all over. It was worth that much for her peace of mind. I said, well, let's just see if we can do something else about it. So I get under his house, and it took me about four full days of work to get this down pat, but my mother-in-law would stand over where I was under the house, and she would make the floor squeak. I would pull the insulation out of that floor cavity, and you have to use the right length screws or you'll screw up through the floor. Right. But I believe about a, a one-inch screw or one-and-a-quarter-inch screw is what we used. And I actually screwed the hardwood down to the subfloor from underneath. So everywhere she would make a squeak, I would put screws in there until I made the squeak stop. So I would say 20 bucks worth of drywall, uh, wide-threaded screws, and and I solved a problem that— could have cost him upwards to about ten or twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, that's so, genius. Yeah. Funny part about that story is when I successfully got all the squeaks to go away, uh, the insulation had been pummeled and rolled over and whatever I needed to do to get around in that crawl space. So we called the insulation contractor out and I said, hey, can you go under there and just add the insulation back where I messed everything up and do whatever you need just to get this thing up to par. My father-in-law goes to breakfast and he comes back like an hour later and they're gone. So he calls the insulation company and says, hey, man, thanks. You know, that was sure quick. Uh, what do I owe you? And they said, no, we're not finished yet. They said, uh, we were under there and we saw too many snakes. <laughs> And I had been under there for four days. I never saw a single snake. And those guys were under there just working for an hour and said that they saw multiple snakes. So uh, we found the problem. There was actually a copperhead. Uh, yeah, it, there was a copperhead in a broken part of the foundation just below a hose bib. So it was this wet, moist area and a hole in the foundation within one foot of each other. And he had copperheads under his house that, you know, could have got me. But I guess... Because I was doing a good deed, they were steered clear. But uh, whatever the case may be, I'm never going under there again. Yeah, the 
protection of the Holy Spirit. All right, this next question submitted to the CarolinaContractor.com. I don't know. Are you familiar with the name GAF by any chance? I am. They actually are one of our sponsors. I, I talk about them oh, just okay. about every well, day. You might know something about this question that yes, you can sir. help out. What is the difference between Master Elite and someone who's just a certified contractor? Well, we always harp that we're master elite status with GAF, and uh, they say that that accounts for less than 3% of the roofers in the country. So we feel honored that they chose us to be the master elite in this area. Uh, The way that you attain master elite status is a lot of continuing education. So they require us to not just myself, my sales staff, project managers, estimators, they require my workers in the field to go through this training uh, at multiple times a year sometimes. So my guys are constantly being updated on the latest, greatest materials, installation methods, and things that make a difference once we show up. Uh, longevity is another thing that they take into account. They don't just make the new guy a master elite. So I've, I've proven myself year after year. We've got raving reviews with them. And, of course, when you're a master elite, the manufacturer follows up behind you. So they'll actually follow up with the homeowner and say, hey, are you happy? So that extra layer of protection, that's the legwork that a homeowner doesn't have to do. And it's almost like a warranty, so to speak, an unspoken Mm -hmm. warranty, but at least they check. You know, I think that's great. Speaking of warranty, that's the biggest difference between us and just a regular certified contractor. So I'll say this, if you're going to get your roof replaced, go local and have a certified contractor, no matter who the manufacturer is. Um, Just right out of the pack, if you're not certified from any manufacturer, you can do, a people say, a 30-year architectural. Well, what you don't realize is as soon as you open the pack and put that on the roof, that 30-year architectural shingle is prorated. So heaven forbid you have a a manufacturing defect five years down the road because they're going to prorate that thing, and they also don't cover labor. So Mm. you're still going to be out of pocket to fix that thing. Uh, Most certified contractors can offer an extended warranty that is non-prorated. So if you use a certified contractor, for instance, GAF has a warranty they call System Plus. This is a a basic warranty that we offer, and it's very cost-effective, really popular with my customers, and this gives you a 50-year non-prorated warranty on that 30-year shingle. I mean, that's a big deal. It's almost double, and then the non-prorated factor, the thing that we can offer with a warranty is something that they have called a Golden Pledge. Now, they also have a Silver Pledge that I'll tell you about, but the Golden Pledge Cost a couple extra thousand, but if you're on a fifteen twenty thousand dollar roof, that's not a big deal to get this. And and what this is is a twenty five year labor warranty. So nobody will touch a labor warranty because they don't want to be at the mercy of the installer. Right. However, with this golden pledge, they give master elites the ability to give a twenty five year warranty from the manufacturer. And if something like the business owner dies and unexpectedly they go out of business two years later, Mm -hmm. you still have a warranty with the manufacturer. So that's worth a lot to some folks. And just for, you know, a couple thousand dollars. Now, uh, since that couple thousand dollars is too pricey, but a lot of folks still find it attractive, they came out last year with a silver pledge warranty, and that gives you 10 years of workmanship coverage. And it's usually around... $800 800 to $1,000 difference on the price, so about half of what that Golden Pledge is. So Fantastic. Big deal in terms of assurance and insurance. And SureTop Roofing is a master elite contractor, so if you need a roof, everything he talked about, he can deliver that, plus you get that insurance and assurance after your roof is done that you don't have to think about it um, for that long period of time. All right, next question. Our great room faces south. We can't seem to keep it cool without freezing the rest of the house. And we've installed blinds, had our HVAC adjusted, and we still can't keep it consistent with the rest of the first floor. Any ideas, Donnie? Yep, this was a great question. And uh, it forced me to dive in. And I don't know how we haven't talked about this. We're always big on the building envelope and energy efficiency and how to test for that stuff. And um, 
this is something that's just been hiding in plain sight. But um, there's a thing called exterior window shades. So they may not be the prettiest thing on the outside of your home, but if you're fighting this battle with the sun exposure, then I definitely think that it's something you can deal with. Um, they basically look like on the outside of the home, if you've ever seen a hurricane shutter. So there's a bulky box over your window. And of course, these things can be pulled down and taken back up depending on the time of the day or the season. But um, if you think about what an interior window blind does, it blocks the light. It mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily block the heat transmission. So once the heat has made it through that R3 window, which is about the least R value on your exterior wall, once the heat's made it on the other side, it heats up the blinds, it heats up the room. So interior blinds just don't do the same thing as what these exterior blinds are capable of. Um, I love these. I think they're wonderful. And especially in the South here, uh, if you have a big room with uh, all these big window picture windows and they give you a great view of the outside but your house is heated up constantly these exterior blinds or window shades will definitely definitely pay for themselves they're not terribly expensive like a hurricane shutter would be but especially if you can get these on a control or with a remote control or put those on a timer for a certain part of the day they will pay for themselves over and over and over in terms of your utility costs. But hats off to this particular homeowner because they went the proper route. They called their HVAC guy and they said, hey, can you make an adjustment in my system to maybe close off a damper here or there? Mm -hmm. Give me more airflow in that room. So they they took the proper channels. They just struck out in the end. Uh, But I think this is going to be a big thing. And they're going to shoot me some pictures of this once they get those installed. And I'll put those on the website. All right. If you have a question, go to thecarolinacontractor.com and submit it there. Donnie will be able to answer it and help you out. And if you want to listen to past shows, go to the website. You'll find them there. You can download them or just pick up your mobile device and speak into it and say, fine, the Carolina Contractor Show podcast, and you can listen to the shows that way. Remember, if you have a question about your house, especially your roof, feel free to contact SureTopRoofing.com. Let Donnie and his team come out. Estimates are free, and they'll be able to help you out. And the best thing you can tell them, Donnie, is what? Your roof looks great. Call me next year. All right, we'll see you next week on the Carolina Contractor Show. Thanks for listening to the Carolina Contractor Show. Brought to you by GAF, the world's largest roofing manufacturer. We protect what matters most. Big Blue Restoration, the number one choice in water damage restoration. And Mid-Atlantic Roofing Supply in Raleigh, a roofing supplier with a different approach. Everything under your roof is important, so make sure your roof is up to the job. For over 20 years, SureTop Roofing has been covering triangle homes and businesses. SureTop Roofing is certified with all of the major shingle manufacturers, providing a 50-year non-prorated warranty. SureTop Roofing has estimators, project managers, and design consultants on staff, guaranteeing superior service. Visit SureTopRoofing.com. SureTop Roofing has you covered.